That was John Carpenter playing live in studio. That track was a cover tune. Who was it by again? Well, it's a Julian Cope song. It's, it's, okay. off his, it's off a record of his called World Shut Your Mouth. Splendid. Favorite of mine. You can see uh, John Carpenter play tonight at the Five Star Bar. It is bike talk, the sultry bass beats. Égal. 
Yes, it's bike talk. And we're magically transported to. Yes, the future where they charge for water. And as luck would have it, this was on a ride. They were fixing somebody's bike. But uh, last Thursday, you're listening to Bike Talk here on K, uh, KPFK on the webcast uh, and also on uh, on the podcast and uh, Kill Radio Live. And uh, Nick's still away, but that just means we're still going out and covering the city like we always do. And one of the things we did is uh, last Thursday, the Urban Rangers were out and about as part of their engagement party in the L.A. River Ramble. Let's keep that in mind. And lo and behold, they had samples of water. And who should we bump into but a past guest? Well, let's Steve, let's listen in. the right way from the bike rack. You, you bump into to guest host from Kill Radio. Yes, How are you doing, man? I'm doing great. How's the water? It's really fantastic. Is it? It is. You know, some people would say you were paid to say that. Well, <laughs> I'm drinking a blend. Uh, but here's the thing. Oh, I think I'm drinking a, a blend of Fiji and Aquafina. And, you know, corporations wouldn't blend like that. Because, you know, the brand identity is lost. You have to stick by just your own brand. Oh, I think in the future what we're going to find out is how clean L.A. water really is and how all these other ones are just a bunch of junk and hooey. But that's just me. You really think that will I, well, I, I like to believe they do a lot to the water. Huh? Our water isn't as bad as some people think. I've seen the tour. I've been on the, the tour to craft a couple times. Oh, yeah. That's how it is. How you been, man? Good. How about you? I'm, I've been good. I'm, I'm busy working here. That's great. friends. is going to start treating the water with ozone and chemicals. Really? Wow, that'll be good. So the chlorinated taste is going to be a thing of yesteryear. Oh my god. So it tastes a little bit ozone-y. Are you, are you, this is just for internet radio, so. Oh no. Is it really true? 
Yeah. That, uh, That's a great idea, though. It costs less money to treat it with those than that, it does now, with, with chlorine. Now you've hit upon it. If it's yeah. economical and it's good for you. It takes power. Yeah. But still. That's uh, a great idea. So the taste that we've gotten used to living here in L.A. for uh -huh. so many years is actually going to be thinking of yesteryear. We're going to go to other towns and taste it and feel nostalgic for what the water used to taste like. Yeah, we want that chlorine and fluoride in it, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks a lot for t What's your first name, sir? Buster. Buster. Very nice, Buster. That's a great that's a great thing here. You learn stuff all the time. Looks like it's still framed. Okay. Would you like a water? I would love some. Say what well you let me know. I'll try the DWP. I'll 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 phantom that. Oh, okay. You're just pointing it. Can I try the Fiji actually? I want to try Fiji. I was in Fiji. So it's bottled water versus. So we're gonna try this, and then we're gonna do the taste test as I spill it all over. I don't care. Can I can I use the same cup though? Oh yeah yeah. All right. Hi. Hi. Good to see you again. I'm around. So uh, are you uh, Kill Radio. I I would think I'd like to try some of the Eastern. We'll try Eastern. We'll get snobby for a minute. Then we're gonna try the West. Yes, we we always think of the Upper East Side, but uh, this is uh, Northeast Los Angeles. Maybe maybe they are a little hoity-toity over there. Who knows? It is Kill Radio, and you're listening to me taste test some water at the. Uh, River Ramble on Thursday, and here, let's hear more. Like, oh, the, the, the rad count is up when you do this. I tasted the Eastern Tap, and it had that familiar flavor. Uh, familiar meaning Vegas? Well, <laughs> yeah. No, I drink from the tap all the time, uh, and that may well be the water I drink all the time. I think it tastes good. So this would be East LA? And this would be, like... Uh, so okay, here. We're going to try one more. Let me try what the Westies get. Okay. Okay, so the hipster water here. Okay, hipster water. Where would this come from? I don't know. <laughs> Somewhere in Los Angeles is coming from. Somewhere fine. We're fine. I should be filming myself doing this. I should. Now I'm going to see what it's like to be. See how smooth. Immediately turning into a... To what's the word for it? A uh, a zombie. And there's there's yeah, zombie hipster. Here we go. There's a little complimentary trail mix that I'm dropping all over. So you may ask, what what do bikes have to do with waters and and trail mix and the rest of this stuff? Well, it was a night out with a lot of people that. Uh, let's just say rogues that you've met here on the show that uh, not only get around on bikes, but also uh, are delving into finding and rediscovering Los Angeles. And uh, while a lot of people are going on holiday to foreign places, i.e. France, and <laughs> it's, it's okay. We're not going to, you know, subjugate them to the, the lower rungs of listening if they've been overseas. But what we wanted to do is that uh, if you're economically challenged, like a lot of people here, and you're thinking that, oh, it's horrible, think about what the rest of the country is going through. It's like record heat and everything. It, Los Angeles looks a little bit better. It, uh, there's a breeze today. And um, while there is uh, something of a, a gray layer, it's not as bad as somebody think. Um, and that's somebody being... Uh, uh, the
participants that are getting around here. They're still getting around. It doesn't look like they're in sweltering heat. Anyway, that being said, let's get back to the LA River and see what effect the water has on us. Okay. And you pick up a, uh, from what they tell me, uh -huh. if you walk to the bridges, there's a, a rangers there. Okay. And there's a point after which you need to get a permit from them. Oh. That country permit. To oh, go I like it. that. Well, we're going to have to see about that. Hey, yeah. thanks for helping us out. Go radio. Go radio. Look, and, of course, Steve, who was a host here on Bike Talk uh, for about the first year with Jimmy C. Well, it's funny you should say that. We've, we're actually talking about expanding the airwaves to be video waves, too. That would be great. Oh, I like your, I like your optimism. Yeah. I mean, it's one good thing uh, I like is YouTube. And the idea of that is that anyone could borrow, bank, steal, or buy a video camera. And you can document your life for things that no one would even think of yeah, asking I mean, a question about. As you say that, I don't see too many things, except this woman here with a cannon. Look at her. Look at that bright-eyed and bushy-tailed kind of smile there. Fantastic. Shoot away. Shoot away. Nothing. Nothing. You must try the San Fernando water. It's, it's the best. <laughs> tap water? Tap water is actually really good. I think people just sort of take it for granted that LA And what do they think about this the the Mayan surge of shamans? Surge of energy, it's a constellation belt we're on. It goes through cycles, low energy, high energy cycles. Low energy cycles, people tend to uh, be more uh, reactionary, more uh, animalistic. Higher cycles, uh, people are more creative. They want to expand their conscious their mind more. Um, 2012 could be either or. I, like I think that. for some people, it's going to be animalistic. We're going to get more uh, fighter flight. I think other people are going to get more... Uh, more uh, Ask, we're going to ask more questions, like, uh -huh. why are we here? What am I doing here? Am I here just to be in a rat race? What's you know, beyond this? Everybody thinks, like, if it's the end, nah. there, there's not going to be another beginning. It might be the end of, oh, end of the world as we know it. Yeah. But that's a sound, a sound a song lyric, so. Yeah, it, it's going to be the end of one of paradigm into another, and that happens, like, every century, more yeah. or less, anyway. But this will be a super surge. I, I, I believe there'll be... Better phone coverage, though, afterwards. It might be an extraterrestrial thing, too, you know. It could oh, be, that would be great. It might be, it might be our government saying, okay, we, we, we've we, always known. We'll use this data as an example just to set it off and say, yeah, UFOs exist. There's other people. They've been coming down here. Some of them are interdimensional, other dimensions. Some come from actual parts of the galaxies uh -huh. and universes. So... You'll be learning a lot about this stuff on your uh, L.A. River walk. You'll be going <laughs> into these topics, so you're just getting... I like that, the L.A. River walk. It, it works this. Look at somebody else with the social media here. Shoot away, shoot away. We're, we're not getting the full effect of her ensemble here. What kind of, yeah, do you got video effects on there, or is that later? I, I could. Uh, you want a video effect? I could put a yeah. video effect in. Video Here, hold on a second. Hold on. Okay, there's the mirror effect you wanted. Let's right. see what other effect we can do. How about the classic? Ooh, ooh. 
That was good. <laughs> oh, don't forget this one. That's a, All right, well, wait a second. I have to, I have to switch back to, to awe because um, I see some uh, friends of mine here. Hey, it's good to see you. They're from my, from my favorite coffee shop. Look, they're enjoying art here. Do you guys use LA water in your coffee? Oh, look at that. Excellent. Excellent. Chicago water. Thumbs up. Yeah, well, you know, you have to pay for the cost. But if you think about that, that's what you're doing with Fiji water. There should be a store. I got an idea, so make sure you videotape this because okay. I might die tomorrow and you'll have it on. Oh, tape. no, no, no. You're not going to die tomorrow. I'm what I'm going to do, because I predict that water is going to become much more valuable as we run out. Oh, absolutely. It's already doing that. I'm going to have boutique shops more and so I'm going to sell like uh, water from different states and places. So there'll be shelves and it will be like a library or a travel. But no one will be able to travel anymore. It will be so expensive. So you'll travel by drinking water like, honey, huh? let's save some money and get some water from Chicago. It'll be just like being there. Now, some, some of this uh, will be like... Uh, of course, we're, we're he's forgetting the fact that uh, if you take your bicycle, you won't have to, y you're offsetting your own oil there. And while you might be using oil or some lubricant, uh, there's been many uh, ideas afoot, including uh, using natural lubricants in, in nature, natural lubricants in nature, natural occurring lubricants <laughs> that we might be getting from the plant kingdom or other kind of uh, waste markets that we could use to lubricate chain and what have you. And I know at the bike oven we're experimenting with some there. Um, it's still hush-hush and QT, but at some point we'll be announcing these things. Let's get back to uh, our star person. The water is coming on, so to speak. Um, I think they have it over there. Some of it will be a hallucinogenic water, but uh, psychotropic pollution will be put into some of the water. Yes, people I believe that too. They could hallucinate from where the water came from in whatever district or state. Very nice. All right, your, your first name, sir? Rich. Rich. Very nice, Rich. I love your thing. I have one question yeah. more to ask you. I just sit around you know, all day and no, no, no. ideas. No, no, no. No, you know. <laughs> Last week, the... Uh, it was reported, I think, by the BBC of all people, that um, I thought it was North Korea came out with this adamant statement that time travel wasn't possible. It was China. That only in North Korea would they come out and say <laughs> a non-denial of a denial, so there must be time travel going on somewhere. It's and they, they, something happened, and now they're denying it because it actually happened. Doesn't that sound The possible? whole country of North Korea went into a time warp of Cold War 1954 <laughs> and they never returned. So literally it doesn't exist in North Korea because of the bamboozled result. I mean, look at the leader, the great leader, Kim Jong II, you know, yeah. the guy with the Elvis Presley pompadour. Kind of Elvis, 1950. boots, yeah. Absolutely. Um, we should take him. Give him a little uh, little townhouse in uh, West Hollywood and let him make movies. <laughs> and that, that would relieve the problem of millions of people. And him trying, well, who was he trying to kidnap that time? Oh, he did kidnap someone, and oh. they made a Paul uh, Gary. That was a horror film. Oh, Paul Gary was the first Godzilla. You got a map, see? Yeah. First Godzilla film that uh, fought the revolution. It was a Godzilla monster that... Uh, fought for the People's Republic of North Korea. I like that. Um, and it was fed blood from um, 
patriotic workers who would work hard and toil and pump their blood up and feed it to the little monster so it could come become a great revolutionary fighter of the people. Awesome. This guy keeps on going around. I, I could have sworn I lost a bike like that about six months ago. <laughs> yeah, I always uh, ID stuff and scratch initials and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. But no, no, that did happen. He, uh, there was a there was a guy from um, he was from South Korea, a famous filmmaker, and they threw thousands, no millions of dollars into the movie. It's like the biggest money money film from a kidnapped director that had a socialist message of the people with the Godzilla monster. I love that. That's great. Uh, I think time travel exists. People do it every day. But it's a, it's more of a mental thing. Like if you're in a dream, you, uh, there is no time or space. You're you're in the dream dimension, and you could you know do anything you want. All right. Well, with that being said, we're gonna go try and catch some of the tour. Thanks again, Rich. And I'll catch you later. Oh, look at this. I sat and I picked up the chair. If you see any rats down there, videotape those oh, too. Rats. Yeah, there's they're big. They're rats aren't what you. Like dwarf rats. Dwarf they're rats. L.A. River rats. <laughs> So, uh, what does this teach you? Uh, you should drink that the East Los Angeles water in moderation if you're right from the top. I personally put it through a, a Brita filter and stuff, but to be honest, we, you know, we're joking here. Uh, they do screen a lot of this water, uh, and as mentioned from the tour to crap, and this would be the time where I put it on and play for you some of the the audio from it, uh, that was something that Stephen Box did um, back, I think, either in Bike Winter, I, I believe, or uh, as part of, uh, to, to show you where your water was, at one point it was suggested that we flush some sort of device that we could track into the toilet um, and, and try and beat it to uh, <laughs> the reclamation or water uh, uh, Hyperion treatment plant in <laughs> on the coast, but uh, apparently we did not, and uh, not to be confused by Hyperion, uh, the street over here, but uh, had uh, some fun on the ride. Uh, a lot of people went on it and got to see how water is not just uh, something we take for granted here in Los Angeles, but a uh, highly valued resource. Um, there was also uh, a couple other outlets that were on the ride, too, including... Uh, KCT, who had been recording departures, or for their departure series, in which uh, they were trying to document a lot of the stories on the river. Um, some of this, um, you, you can find at their, their website for that. Um, uh, mostly, and I don't want to say mostly, but a lot of uh, politicians and stuff, while there were some artists and what have you, uh, we're, we're going to hear in a few minutes from some other people in the bike community and I, I'm recognizing the fact that it is summer, and this is um, uh, water. I mean, it's it's an essential part of not only your diet, but should be e every time you ride, uh, take something, uh, not just water, but something to uh, sort of replenish you, whether it be that. A lot of people think it's just the Gatorade with the salts and the or, or a sports drink of that sort. I, I believe water has its place here, and having said that, Let's get back to, that's right, our trip uh, at the Geffen there for the River Rambles here. Yes. Okay, so we're now looking 
And that voice is no stranger to uh, our radio airwaves. That of course Ellis Samarian, uh, who was uh, pretty instrumental in Ride Arc, and we will ask him about that in a minute. But let's get to that's right. Along the trails is various no, rangers for the station <laughs> to give information about how the LA River is connected to the River Ramble. We'll be here from 7 to 10 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> I just think. Oh, oh, it's a whole different video. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, look who it is. What are you doing here? I'm doing great. Uh, uh, it looked like it. She, she, she wanted to take you home, I think, or at least on the ride. So uh, tell me about the L.A. <laughs> so River yeah. Ramble. Well, the L.A. River Ramble is um, our second month series with Mocha, the first engagement party. Excellent. Uh, engagement series. And we're here at the Geffen Contemporary. And that is located right here on our... Oh my god, it actually works. <clears throat> and then people will follow the Orange Trail to the Backcountry Station. At the Backcountry Station, people will get additional trails, uh -huh. trail um, permits, to either follow the Blue Trail or the Green Trail, either into the LA River or on top of the LA River. Along the way, there are rangers to give plenty of information about how the river is connected to people's daily lives. Wow. Bringing the river out of an invisible uh, presence to a visible presence in the LA basin and everything else. This is fantastic. I, I don't think of this as being wild in the streets, but something that we live with all the day that we kind of miss. Definitely. And if you consider downtown Los Angeles as a national park, you'll be fascinated with all the canyonscapes, uh, flora and fauna, and uh -huh. uh, the various animals about, such as Homo sapiens of various types. There are the hipster variety, there are the jaded variety. There are the yuppies, the yippies, and the zippies. Well, uh, zippy, would that be like people on bikes, the zippies? I would say those are the ecologically minded yuppies. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, careers. Now, Alex, I'm going to ask you one thing because we got you here. Oh, God. Is there any ride arc involved with any of this? Ride arc is partially involved with this in the <gasps> sense that, like, uh, I'm here. Oh, oh, but are we going to be able to do a real bike ride on this thing? Um, this looks like a no-brainer for ride arc. It is. Uh, Rydark has, I mean, it's still like on hold. Okay. Just because of career issues. Well, it's like, it's like a, uh, a phone message. It looks like a lot of people brought their bikes to do this. Yes. I mean, people, are, you can do this by bike, but also we do have a volunteer army, so to say, of cyclists. Uh -huh. um, our own very own roadblock is one of them. No. Yes, he's volunteering. And wow. They are helping us by protecting our visitors through the canyons as the sun sets and our night critters come out. Awesome. Well, is he gonna, is he gonna do a return route or, or do I have to catch him out there on the road? Uh, you'll catch him out on the road. All right. Roll, All right, we'll try to do that. Are you looking for a map for the trail? Here we go. Do you need some informa uh, further information? A survey? The map. Oh yeah, people can connect with us online. Oh, if they can't be here today, this is an awesome well, trail. They can uh, share their experiences with us. Uh-huh. Hopefully all good. It is good. Once you're with the LA River Ranger. Uh-huh. Hopefully all good. It is good. Once you're with the LA River Rangers, you're set for life. Ah. People came here for the street art. You can see street art at any time. <laughs> this is where it's at. Awesome. And that's the reason I came down today. Thank you. Uh, street art. And they say, nope. It was the LA Urban Rangers. It had nothing to do with street art. 
that come into the park. If you've never been down to the Geffen, uh, we'll, we'll just explain what, what's going on here. Uh, in a minute, uh, we're going to hear from uh, Lisa Arbach, a uh, gifted uh, person in, uh, in so much as she's been part of the bike community for a while, uh, riding saddle sore, some of her exploits on her, on her bicycle and around town, and uh, riding for that. And also a uh, gifted artist and knitter. And by knitting, you're saying, what, is that like some sort of rock and roll band, the knitters or something? In a way, uh, it's real knitting. It's real uh, textile work. And she's done this with some uh, messages and stuff. She did some bike rides during um, Bike Summer, I believe, in 2006, in which we she opened up her house. And we were able to see uh, just how knitting uh, automated knitting works in the world. Uh, if you've never seen how clothes are constructed or sweaters or things of that sort, it's, it was quite uh, enlightening. And um, one, one of the other things is that uh, she still remains active. And of course, she being a, um, a guide on, th on this ride that night. Anyway, uh, one, one of the things we want to mention here at the Geffen, they do have some art installations that people go, oh, is that art? And then you get closer and it says bike rack. So you, you have to wonder, it's, it's rethinking a lot of what we see. Uh, a bike rack doesn't have to just be utilitarian and, and this steel sort of uh, defined kind of, oh, that's the bike rack. There, there are a different sort. And as I look, I'm looking across the street and uh, MTA is, is adopted that too, where the bike rack is basically long poles with uh, different style handlebars here. And I remember once commenting to somebody, hey, that looks like a bike rack. And they said, well, yeah, it is. But <laughs> I think you have to tell people it's a bike rack. Somebody was trying to lock up to it. And uh, I think law enforcement said, hey, don't lock up to the, that. And they said, oh, it's, uh, it's a bike rack. It's not just artwork. So that dual purpose here. Here we go. It's Lisa Arbaugh. Right on Hewitt. Here on Bike Talk. And right on Santa Fe. So, yeah. 
There's a Park Film Center. Oh, cool. So I, I have to show some videos of the river. Uh-huh. I think Excellent. I'm doing that. So, so you're gonna try and get some people off the river walk? Well, I, I'm, I don't, I don't think so. No. Okay. We're gonna, we're gonna play it on the up and up. But, um, oh, did you just go to the? I, I, I saw that and I talked to Alex. Uh huh. And now we're talking to. Now we know how Lisa gets around. It's not a walking tour for her. It's a riding tour, which is awesome. But look who, look we're who's over here on the pink bike. Bring their bikes, and we're just out there on bikes, making sure people don't get lost or Absolutely. fall into potholes or if they so get So where's the first fix. first leg? It's it's down the, central. The first leg is actually down first to Hewitt, right on Hewitt, first, left first on Hewitt. second. And then right Sounds on like an Owl's Bar, like bar run here. There, um, Verskuka did make it onto the map, the official <laughs> Rangers map, but Villains Tavern didn't make it onto the oh. map, and it's over on Palmetto and Fifth. If you need, or on so Palmetto and uh, historic Fifth. pub run, huh? Yeah, Owl's Bar is no longer with us. <laughs> I don't know if you <laughs> got the you memo have, there. Only if you have, don't have a time machine. <laughs> exactly, exactly. We're gonna be at the American Hotel, Owl's <laughs> Bar, hanging out. Go down to the. To the central store, the, the little store. All right, well, okay. push me away. Okay, well, um, it's great to see you. Oh, and good to see you. Have a, have a good ride. Stay yeah, safe out too. there. Yeah, you too. And I, I wish you could join us in the aqueduct. Excellent. Isn't this how those horror films start? Yeah. There was Rangers <laughs> directing you toward the park. Missing the subtleties of the light here. Are you guys on the tour? No, but we could be. Oh, do you have a map? I don't. Oh. I don't. Oh, let's see. There's a map. Okay. So, what is this tour? Well, it's actually, uh, they're doing the LA River today, oh. the Friends of the River. So it meets over and it's going till 10 o'clock. And okay. are they having a swimming race? I like that question. <laughs> That's the best question I've heard tonight. Excellent. Yes, underwater submarine race. Oh, <laughs> Is it yours? I don't want to steal it. No, steal that. Okay. I, I have another one, okay. especially for this. Okay. Great. All right. Then we will Enjoy. go on the tour. Thank you. Thanks All for right. talking to me. What was it? First name? Patrick. Megan. Very nice. Stunning. Very nice. People are walking this route. To avoid traffic and not get hit. So a lot of this route, uh, uh, it's really was, you know, on a bike it only took maybe three, four minutes. But walking, uh, I think uh, somebody explained one time that if you walk, it's a, at least um, you cut your time to a third. So... Was it four minutes with eight? And it, it was a good 12, 15 minute walk. Um, not to deter people, but um, 15 minutes with, with friends might, might help you out. <laughs> yes, alive here in the city. Hopefully, 
they'll get there, the ambulance. Yes, move to your right. Perhaps a different type of statistic. And more friends. Yes, you're listening to Bike Talk here on Kill Radio and KPFK on the Very podcast. Very nice. Very nice. Oh, no. And it's Walt across the street. It's like me lives in the house. Well, it's good to see you. Did Hi. you enjoy it? I didn't go. Ask Walter. Oh, okay. I was like, there's a lot of people. I've been to the river so many times. So where are you going now? Just everywhere. I'm one meander. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> he saw it. I didn't see anything. Oh my gosh! It was clean. That was probably the really? most cleanest I've ever seen that place. That's that's insane. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I can't be the only river for that clean night. You know, I even had the water. I went on the tour to Crop, so I know how clean the water is. Yeah, for this it actually tastes as good, if not better, than Fiji water. <laughs> actually, it smells like fish down there right now. So you know, a lot of algae. That's smells. a good sign. Yeah, it's, it's, the fish it's living. Like it. And yeah, actually, the there's a, um, about five or six ducks right right out by the are, water. Are you sure they're not, like, prop ducks? No, no, they're, they're, hired? you know, they're probably. <laughs> More people decide to uh, walk. Oh, there's somebody on a bike. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, hey, well, good to see you again. See you later. Ciao. 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 Here's some people that have decided to do the tour on bicycles. Are you enjoying it more this way? It's awesome. It's amazing. Yes. There you go. We never do it without bicycles. Wow. Excellent. Excellent. I like that thing. How you doing, Ari? Good to see you again. The best stranger ever, Ari, but and Ron and your friend Julie, Jenny, Jenny. Jenny, Jenny. Ron, Jenny. Ari. We're all equally the bestest rangers. They're all the best strangers ever. Yeah. Awesome. All right, guys. To get to the next stop before. Now, I, I should mention that Ari has also done uh, some other rides that we've been on. Um, not not just some rides, but he's he's taken the idea of, of this national park one step further and, and going around the city. These little islands that get cut up by um, how the terrain is either mapped or, or the roads were either straightened to the topography. And he said, well, we have all these islands, and they're not used for anything. Why don't we just uh, make them like a, a national park so uh, you can do all these different activities on islands? And, in fact, last night, uh, you'll hear from it, the Echo Park Film Center decided to use this island that sort of came up when, uh, I guess, Crescent Heights and Sunset was sort of um, straightened uh, for safety, but it, it sort of left holes. And, and lo and behold, they also looked at it as a, a chance to – use the island as a venue and um, apparently back in the 70s uh, there was a ride on sunset and a movie was made of that and so it seemed like a no-brainer to bring out the film mobile and do a film night out there we're going to hear more from a little bit of dominic tell us about that later on on bike talk and you're saying hold, hold on have you have you drank the water i mean what's what's going on here where, where's the bike uh, uh, kind of tie-in? Well, I, I did take my bike. Uh, a lot of people did ride their bikes to the event. But we're going to actually uh, get back to the river, and we'll get to that as it becomes av available. Another person that's doing their route on bikes. My God. 
It's massive. Massive. And just like a gallery, getting to down to the river was like a good, um, what, what's the word for it? A good 10, 15 minutes of, of, of just people uh, fighting to get down there. Um, in Insanity pursued at least hundreds, if not thousands of people trying to get to the, uh, the, the bottom of the 6th Street Bridge and the confluence of the LA River there. Here we go. Trying to trying to get the tape to run here. Well, we've we've broken ranks because we see somebody here in the distance. He looks like somebody we know. I, I sort of weren't you in that Banksy film, the through the gift shop? Well, it wasn't able shop. to film. Yeah. <laughs> This is Roadbuck joking with us. Usually I shoot rock videos here, and it's just like normal people like touring Los Angeles, like as if it was Paris. I love this. Get this guy on tape. Hi. He's public. It's his first time on a bike. Oh, awesome. Never ridden a bike before. Have you, have you fallen off yet? <laughs> Only a few times. I'm okay. Only a few times? We learned You're doing great. had to get a, a French bike, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> so it looked like a circus bike. <laughs> 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 more like a socialist. So tell me, Mr. Block, uh, how did you get involved with this uh, art kind of piece? Mr. Block. <laughs> well, um, I just showed up to volunteer. Oh, know, awesome. To do my good duty. Uh, the, the, the theme is Friends of the River, and it seems there's a lot of people out here to be friends now, right? Definitely. We should all be friends of the river. In fact, Joe Linton, the guy that saved the river, I, I kayaked I, down the entire river to prove that it was a navigable waterway. Exactly. And therefore, the, the Army Corps of Engineers couldn't classify it as anything else, and now it has to be cleaned. Oh, so I like uh, this effort. roundabout way to do that. Yeah, that was a heroic effort. Street basically where that bed in the river is. What are you, some sort of historian or something? <laughs> That's where I live, so I read up on it. Really? Yeah. Awesome. Was the first settlement of Indian What's tribe. What? I can't remember the name of, I know, I of what they're called. All right, well, we can't remember the name, but maybe you can. If you want to give me a call here at 213-252-0998, 213-252-0998. I'm going to expand the idea of uh, bike talk today, and if you can give me a call, we'll see if we can hook you up with uh, a little bit of bike talk swag here, and you're going, whoa. Whoa, you changed it into a, a, a show. This, of course, is uh, here on the Kill Radio, not the pod rebroadcast that uh, you can pick up some swag. But give me a call if you know what the name of the first indigenous group that lived by the L.A. River was. And there's going to be another question that comes up, another person. If you know that person or one of the two, we'll see if we can't get you some nice little bike-related gift here on Bike Radio. Kill Radio, Bike Talk. I mean, we should be preserving... And the oldest part of LA. It's amazing. 
Very nice. Very nice. Okay, we're going to find out what it is. Fantastic history lesson number one. <laughs> well, I know that the the woman that bought the land grab for here was uh, was African American. Oh yeah. Yeah, they got her over there, office right across from uh, Spring. In the building. Be behind the Bradbury building I was going for, uh, they have an old installation that you can see there, walking installation, you should check it out. This is where now is the most expensive land downtown, it's kind of strange. I'm trying to remember the name of the original settlers of the yeah. area, I can't remember the tribe. All right, call in now. There you go. The well, it, it looks like this is going to go for a while tonight. Yeah, it is. Looks like there's a French guy there, so they might get snobby. You know, it's funny because I remember this place a little bit differently. Not only is there a toe over there where we've had many a bicycle party, but I've shot so many bad rock videos down there with real bad rap groups and real good rap groups too. So. Niçoise, Catherine Davenu, Jose Bizet, Charles Aznavour. Ah, il y a beaucoup de choses françaises culturelles. Ah oui, Connie, oui. Et bravo, et bravo. C'est bon, c'est bon, c'est bon. Thought you were pumping that girl thing. 
you know, we could use you. So, uh, anyway, Joe has said this is not the sequel. Yeah, it's kind of like Lauren Bond with not a cornfield and all that stuff, right? It is and it isn't. All right. There you go. Is and isn't. Here they go. Starting out 900 miles. In case you think you're doing a little bit of time travel, you aren't. This is something we loaded up. Uh, we're, we're trying to stall you, and you're going, oh, my God, another ploy here at Bike Talk. Well, no, actually, we've got a really sloppy disc for some reason. We stuck it in, in the thing, and it just will not read. So we're taking a little bit of the hand sanitizer, seeing if that won't clean up some of the marks on it. And then we'll pop it right in. So let's listen to me going around on the ride just to... Engage you for a minute. You'll hear Joe in a minute too.
I can't help but notice the flag today, sir. Oh, yeah. It, it seems very patriotic to be riding a bike, especially with the onslaught of Carmageddon coming. I uh, hear you. Uh, it's not, uh, I served in the service 10 years, 3 months, 52 jumps out of the sky, day and night, and So we're going to pause this, and what this gentleman is telling me is that he, he did, uh, he was in this service and did uh, some sort of paratrooping, and we're going to listen more to how he's carrying this flag with one hand. Oh, no. Never tired to hold a flag this small or no matter how large. I'll do it all the way, sir, all the way. Well, it's fantastic to be out here for the not a Ciclavia, Ciclavia event. <laughs> Every time I get a chance to wave this flag, I do it. Great. If, if, if it gives anybody any encouragement, it gives me a little more strength to hold this flag and anything bigger. All right. T fantastic. Good to see you out here. Okay. You take care. Yeah, you too. Crossing. to live by from Will uh, who does his little ride with the uh, the Urban Rangers in a sense. I, I think uh, I wonder if the Urban Rangers have sort of made amends and now are riding with the uh, armed librarians. What an intricate web we weave. Yes. <laughs> uh, here's where it gets serious. The car meets the bike. Shooting the front of this. I'm gonna I'm gonna get over the sidewalk. I'm getting the photo off here. Excellent idea. Copy peanuts, man. How many guys? Let me just. Yeah, 
thought you only got them in baseball games. Huh? Well, maybe this is a good thing. Maybe we should start, you know, franchising bikes instead of franchising, uh, you know, semi-legitimate uh, professional organizations that don't play and go on strike. Can't you just see the tall bike riders? Uh, there you go. You don't need a union, do you? Oh, it's good. That's fantastic. Why am I in front? I don't know where we're going. Because you're you're the best, man. That's why. Our best representatives here. It's all about the big bike photo op, see? You know, they shut down a party last night because people had megaphones. I just want you to know that. So it is Kill Radio, uh, still trying to get this other CD to DVD to play. But in the meantime, um, everybody always thinks that we live in this vacuum, but we don't. And in fact, one of the things we did this week is we listened in and heard something on the radio that kind of amused us. Here, let me play it for you. Even pedestrian-friendly cities may not believe this, but there are people from more car-centric cultures, Los Angeles, yes, just for instance, or Houston, Texas, where it's nothing to drive like a mile on a quick errand instead of just hoofing it. Part of that's force of habit. Part of it, though, is a lack of inviting places to walk or enough safe routes to ride your bike on. In Houston, though, one group is trying to change that block by artistic block. From KUHF, Wendy Siegel reports. Zach Locker unrolls a small paint-striping machine down Holman Street in Houston. There we go. Bike plan. So now we will go down and put the little bike guy in the middle, too. Within hours, that bike lane will be painted blue. It's all part of a 24-hour stunt to turn a boring urban block into a vibrant one overnight. Lockroom and more than a dozen volunteers will pick up trash and set up food stalls and cafe seating on the sidewalk. Jay Crossley is an organizer with Houston's Better Block Project, a movement that started in Dallas and is now spreading to other parts of the country. We're trying to show just how we can transform a neighborhood through transforming the street. They're also adding some greenery with young trees and purple flowers to spruce up the block. And they're doing this even though it'll all be taken down and washed away tomorrow. The Better Block is a temporary art installation. Andrew Howard is a transportation planner in Dallas. He and a friend came up with the Better Block project last year. Howard calls them urban defibrillators, saying they can bring a flatlining street back from the dead. He hopes the event will create a sort of virtuous circle. If there's more foot traffic, more stores will open, and with more stores comes more foot traffic. Maybe they come there because of the art gallery, but then they find out, ah, oh, there's a great dress shop, there's an, a, a really nice coffee shop there as well, and in between those two there's a cafe, then we've, we've captured them and got them before they've gotten back into their car. But can changes that are washed away the very next day have any kind of lasting effect? Howard says they already have. Since the very first Better Block a year ago in Dallas, two businesses have taken up leases on that street. And it impressed the Dallas City Council, which has since hired Howard's urban planning firm to design a walkable public plaza on what used to be traffic lanes. Howard says the car-free space will be dotted with trees and benches to encourage people to hang around. So theoretically, it's supposed to fit more bikes. Back in Houston, the crew is nailing together pieces of wood to make a temporary bicycle rack. Paul Nicosia, another Better Block organizer, surveys all the work that will be torn down in a few hours. 
He insists the block's facelift will prove to locals that it is possible for Houston to become walkable. But more than that, he hopes to catch the eye of the politicians who can actually make these changes permanent on blocks around the city. What we show today may not happen just as we show it, but if we can get this to happen in another spot in the city, and then another, and then another, and then all of a sudden, it becomes second nature to all of the design professionals, all of the city officials. He says pedestrian-friendly streets make for more active communities. Better blocks are popping up in Tulsa, New York, and elsewhere. The challenge, though, is to convince the right people that it also makes economic sense. In Houston, I'm Wendy Siegel for Marketplace. Spike Talk. Well, somebody was supposed to call in after that, but uh, we've lost them. We're going to put the phone back on. Maybe they'll call us back like that. Hey, um, that being in mind, uh, we're wondering where this art idea caught on. <laughs> but we've been doing it here in Los Angeles for a while. And in fact, what I've been trying to do is play this DVD to show you that uh, there's other things to do. Uh, other destinations, so to speak. Um, one of them today being uh, the monthly ride that they do to the Eagle Rock Brewery, which in a way is, uh, well, I think it's it's depicted by the fact that it's on Roswell. So already you have conspiracy and denials and other aliens serving you beer, only if you want to believe that. And you have to sort of define what kind of alien you're talking about. Um, Somebody from New York? Maybe somebody a little more exotic? Somebody from another country serving you beer? We don't think so. And uh, we're not going to even touch on the other legalities or illegalities of that. But uh, it is, that's right, the monthly uh, brewery ride starting out today about 3. I think they leave around 4 from um, the Flying Pigeon. You can check it out at their website, Flying Pigeon LA. Well... What a concept, huh? Um, the art ride has been used to engage people. And in fact, um, I know that Mr. Lemon called last week talking to us about um, not only his own artwork that was uh, there, but um, some of the things that are being brought forward to us with uh, safety and art rides. I know that downtown has sort of left the, the streets open and... Um, haven't really blocked it off from vehicular traffic, and lo and behold, they ran into that problem that they did when the automobile first took over the streets in the early part of the 20th century, and that was, of course, accidents, running over little kids, uh, hauling people out of their cars, and I don't think they beat them up, but uh, there was a lot of animosity, so to speak, because, uh, you know, death on the pavement uh, caused by... Uh, cars, um, I think it was found, um, I, the verdict is still out on that, but uh, to protect yourself, please watch the street, watch these cars, ride, ride defensively if you're on a bicycle. One, one of the things we're trying to introduce is maybe a, a bicycle component to this, uh, so you're not in your car all the time riding from one art venue to another venue. And in fact, uh, th this would be the point where, here, let's see if I can't negotiate this where we're going to put on uh, a little bit of our own art ride that we do in Northeast Los Angeles. In Northeast Los Angeles, we visit not one, not two, but at least three or four, sometimes five uh, galleries by bicycle. 
And you're saying, oh, how does that work? How do you keep all those people together? Well, sometimes we don't, but more or less, sometimes we have a lot of fun. Uh, now it's it's gotten to be that uh, they're they're catering to us. Um, some of the galleries actually want us to come to their thing because they realize that the increase in foot traffic actually helps their business. Um, having said that, afterwards, over at the Bike Oven, we also have an opening, and you can experience this for yourself. That's next week. We'll talk more about it, too. Um, just keep in mind that today, being the first Saturday of the month, is the Northeast Los Angeles Art Ride. And here, I excuse me, the Brewery Ride today, next week, the Northeast Los Angeles Art Ride. And, and here's a little bit of it to experience. All? Audio Don't worry about it. You can come back here. Get this is off 37 Avenue, 37. The the Gold Line Station is just two blocks away. Get to Avenue 37. Walk back up here. There's baked goods. There's going to be bands. You'll love it. <laughs> but you guys aren't lost yet. You guys are having a good time. No one's ever lost on this ride. Except chicken I think loss is a relative term. If you can still find your way along the streets and uh, converse with the locals, find your, find your way, uh, not not be accosted, I don't think you're lost here. You may not know what direction you're going, but uh, you're soon to find something about that. You dream of being DFL. DFL, the, d the last person on the ride, usually I, I hold that place as I watch a group of riders coming on the road. You only want to be DFL. Hey, Rollers. Yeah. Hi. Lights and uh, blinkies. Blinky meaning uh, the rear section of your bike. You, you're actually legal with just a, uh, a flat reflector that uh, catches the light from a car or some other vehicle. But um, usually the blinky actually shows you, makes yourself a little more visible to people at, at a 10 or 15 foot uh, range, even even further. I think they did some tests and you can see a blinky from an, at least 50 to 100 yards, which is pretty incredible. So being DFL sometimes means doing things you never do. DFL? No, there's still some more. Okay, well I'll go back and catch him. You're, you're too fast, man, for DFL. Hey, good to see you guys. Is this really DFL or is anybody else back there? I'm going to go back. This is at the NoHo shop that uh, it does woodworking in northeast Los Angeles, located off of, I think, 57th near Fig, and they do... Um, or is it 60th in Fig? Um, they're on, on one of the streets and they do a lot of woodworking and have uh, handmade, one-of-a-kind items. Uh, and in fact, you're going to hear how they did some woodworking like for their own community. Hey, how are you? I'm doing good. You want some Irish whiskey? I'm sorry? You want some Irish whiskey? Actually, I just want to smell the coffee. Coffee smells coffee? great. Oh, I love stuff. You want Irish coffee or just regular coffee? Just regular coffee is fine. Okay. You want sugar in there? I'm sorry? You want sugar? No, no sugar. Okay. You're an Eastern request. You want cream? Cream, please. All righty.
you're asking me is is it really unnecessary to find out what I ordered for bike talk here? <laughs> well, you know, we're, it's not like we're gonna keep keep track, but it's the idea that um, uh, sometimes sobriety on a on art ride is a, is a good idea. Maybe we can uh, impart that that it's uh, the social interaction and not necessarily the stumbling interaction. This is something that we qualified over at the. Uh, the bike oven with the show we did a, a couple of years ago called uh, Drunkenomics. The idea that uh, how does your drinking impair your financial or economic, uh, let's just say, and um, and portfolio. In, in this case, with all the the ups and downs, it may not be that big a, a of a violent. Uh, pathway into your own perspective or, or financial stability but we like to believe that you are impacting maybe ever so smallly other people and that's what we're trying to show if you're always getting drunk and you never have money to go to the movies <laughs> you may want to take some of that drinking money it's the guns and butter economy uh, that we're trying to show people here in a nutshell well, we're a public wood shop, uh -huh. uh, and we open our doors once a month uh, for a gallery show to show off uh, the work that's been going on in the shop each month. Fantastic. But today, you're all getting all hung up over a, a foldy bike here. Yeah. What the hell's going on? They're just bike lovers. Uh, <laughs> well, it seems like a no-brainer for us. Hey, what's your name? I'm Justin. Justin, very nice to meet you. Chicken leather. And we, we look forward, if you need some help with any one of your bikes, bring them down to the bike coming. I'll give you a card. That'd be great, yeah. Yeah, we're a collective, too. I know, I know. I've been there once. Okay. Hey, what are you showing up there on the wall? Um, I think it's some obscure Russian film. Ah, even better. Yeah. And it looks like there's woodwork. Is that the theme? Everything yeah. with woodwork? Yeah, we're, we specialize in woodworking. Very nice. Well, she needs some air. Yeah. And of course, she's got dice, dice wheels. Thank you, Thanks, Justin. You guys need a hand? No, I think we're good. I like this. Just a little bike service, you know. All right. You stop at the no-how shop. Yeah. No-how, no-how. Yeah. Well, I thought you thought you were leaving. I am leaving. Someday. I'm going to say. Okay. Yeah. It's a Winnebago. I love it. Isn't it? Yeah. Native American theme on bikes. They used really to, big. they sold them, uh, I guess they, they came with the Winnebago. Oh, oh, so this right? is like on the back, so you, you yeah. like to pop it off yeah. and ride around town. So if you bought a Winnebago, they, they made you a... But, it, but it's ultimate because it also folds. You can right. actually put this in a car. So it folds up. I, I don't know, maybe they did it because there was like a compartment for it in the Winnebago. Uh-huh. Very know. nice. This guy's working so hard. I love it. So it's almost the idea of uh, intermodal transportation that uh, Metro is trying to do now. But uh, they they don't have a hold on that idea, the idea that you can always put your bike on stuff. I, I know I admitted years ago to uh, uh, our then DJ of Dark Fibers, David Rockella, that sometimes I would drive long distances and um, in my car, but I'd have the bike on the back because you'd get to a party or something. There was never something close by, no rock star parking. You never had that Doris Day moment like from the movies where your Doris Day, you can just drive up and, and get into the thing. Uh, we even talked about it last night on, on the um, 
the EPFC uh, drive-in slash ride on Sunset movie um, that, w that we viewed over there in Crescent Heights. That uh, We'll try to get a little bit of it and, and give you an idea of what's going on as a preview to other programming today on uh, the internet radio station um, here. But um, get, getting back to the point that we, we'd love to uh, see how you could expand the idea of, of just not sort of falling into the, oh, my God, I parked my car, now I have to walk six blocks or, or something. So it's like sometimes it's like I, I've gotten to venues and just said, oh, I give up, there's no parking, and you just ride home, which is people say, oh, that's so... Uh, so ridiculous i mean you know and it's like now at least with with a bicycle you can have uh, a point-to-point -point kind of delivery system in that sense here we go with um, go more of touring on bikes at the art this is great coffee no i think it's fantastic if i drink more i'll, I'll just get so happy here <laughs> I love how you've taken a, what is usually a set box and turned it into woodmaking. Is, is, it, is it like uh, still woodmaking? Yeah, that's usually on, on film sets, see? And in fact, I think it still is a set box. Do, do they use this for shoots here, too? Yeah, they have four of Oh, really? Well, that's what it would be for. It's like an old, it's an old set box, right? Yeah, this is, yeah. Uh, so for those of you that don't know what a set box is, it's uh, basically where all the components for manipulating light or uh, doing woodwork on a, a film set, uh, that being chain or nails or drywall screws or something, are all housed in this uh, box. But uh, let me describe the box for you. There's, there's no real handles. It looks like a cabinet, but the handles are uh, flush because uh, you're always looking to minimize uh, the amount of equipment that can be housed, uh, usually on a truck. So you're going to pack it in there like, like as if you were packing a storage space or something. Everything tight, but uh, still accessible. Anyway, um, they're using it here for woodworking materials, but they've borrowed this idea of efficiency in form and compactness and mobility with the added advantage of uh, storage and uh, being able to roll it around. funny because they had random art art uh, actually bike uh, components that were polished up and just sort of laying around as if they were like ruins or or art in, in a corner uh handlebars with uh uh the the ends of them had uh um bits of uh of um horses chess chess pieces like the chrome insignia I love how you've taken a Polaroid camera and turned it into a lighting. Yeah, isn't it great? That's cool. A lot of repurposing at the no 
Howe Gallery for Woodworking. some random person. Sir, how do you feel? Oh, it's you! <laughs> if we could just turn the volume up a little louder, that'd probably be a really great... What's this place across from the bike? Look at this bike shop, man. I should own that bike shop. I it's so unfair that that guy is here and I'm down the street. <laughs> uh, that, of course, belonging to a friend of ours that uh, will remain lameless, uh, but we... We always think of location, location with bike shops instead of quality. I, I think I'm a lot of people, and I'm going to call his shenanigans and say a lot of people will go out of their way for a good bike shop or, or just the personnel. Having said that, um, I'll be over at uh, the Flying Pigeon slash Bike Oven, or uh, as we like to sing, uh, we're going to get that, that, that thing. It's almost like the uh, combination Pizza Hut uh, um KFC slash uh, <laughs> all all sorts of uh, um, food eateries that are sort of rolled into one, but uh, our bike shop slash collective over there uh, off of 37th and Fig, 3706 North Figaro, that, of course, the bike oven. Um, we'll be wrenching there today, hopefully from 1 to 4, if I can uh, get out of here with a little time. And um, just... Um, we open the doors there, having some stand time for you to, to work. Uh, blatant promotional uh, kind of uh, consideration here. Um, call ahead if you like. Um, 
You can check that on the website. There's also the Flying Pigeon, a, a, a real shop that sort of caters to transportation needs, more along the lines of uh, transport as opposed to sport, even though there are some sporty bikes in there. There are more sporty bikes that you can use to get from point A to B to maybe, uh, maybe carry uh, more um, groceries. The bike you might use to... Uh, just go on a leisurely, lingering kind of ride, touring around Los Angeles as if it was a foreign capital in another world, experiencing it as if you were on holiday. I see the food truck is just surrounding. What is this called? Willoughby by the road. Isn't that like a... Next stop, Willoughby! Willoughby, next stop! You got here, okay. Were you friends? Were yes. your friends? Right here. Oh, that's great. You, you rock that, man. He said, oh, they're, they're over in, in Frogtown. I don't know if they're going to get here in time. I said, yeah, they'll get here in time. I didn't know who it was. Awesome, awesome. Very nice, very nice.
to re-examine your neighborhood and feel like a tourist. Maybe maybe not so much with the French music in the background, but a uh, different soundtrack, maybe an urban one. 
maybe a cityscape, maybe something that one of those sound designers would do. Uh, come on out today on the brewery ride. Next week, the art ride over in Northeast Los Angeles. And you're saying, hey, did you plan this? Did you call up those guys on uh, public radio and tell them about that, that thing in um, Texas? Because we know you've had uh, Mr. Gandhi here, who was from uh, Austin, and we said no. No, he, he actually does a lot more in Long Beach now. But we'd like to think that... Um, Maybe psychically we're influencing all these all these programs. We know that just outright KXCRW is just stealing programming, but uh, we'll, we'll digress. It's their pledge drive, so we want to wish them the best in all the stuff they get there. Anyway, it is Kill Radio here on um, the Internet, killradio.org. And, of course, you can listen to Bike Talk also on KPFK's podcast, a uh, little podcast they make available. So... Everybody's been asking, you know, why are you centering on these things? Is this like some sort of clip show? Did you forget stuff? No. Uh, I was supposed to have a couple guests today. <laughs> and um, lo and behold, I'm, I'm trying to piece it together here. Um, they may well come in in the last 30 seconds. I don't know about that. But one of the things that we did find that um, with with some of the summer kind of extravaganzas and advantages um we, we've been highlighting on Talk is Still Cheap, the other program that uh, I do in the afternoons here on KPFK. Uh, excuse me, on Kill Radio, not KPFK on the webcast, um, is uh, t- our public affairs show that uh, tries to center on some of the community interaction. And uh, one of the things that we did was uh, we went down to the Levitt Center and saw uh, No Age. And this is the big spoiler alert if you... Don't want to hear the No Age thing. I'm not going to play it right now. No, that's fine. But No Age is going to play tomorrow if you're listening with any kind of uh, uh, time frame. If you're listening to our live broadcast, they'll be playing tomorrow, Sunday, closing out. That's right, Mocha, which you heard earlier with the Urban Rangers. Um, at the same space, uh, the Levi Corporation has been doing some um, – they've had an open – video uh, film slash uh, creative space there uh, coinciding with the art on the streets movement and tomorrow uh, on Mondays um, I guess until it closes uh, I I think later in the week uh, in August uh, later in the month they'll uh, all the all the Mondays are free paid for by Banksy who uh, you may have seen in uh, through the gift shop that we showed last week at the uh, as part of our film series over at the bike of in the last Sunday of the month. Uh, also, uh, we showed some, um, coaster break footage that the kids are really into. Anyway, here we, here we go. Um, wh- one of the things that we, we like to get, get around is, is somebody on a, on a, uh, megaphone is yelling at me. Um, we we uh, were able to go on the Echo Park Film Center's uh, um, film series. They'll be having more of these on Friday nights if you don't have anything. It's a great way to uh, either drive to or, as I do, ride my bike. They're all within biking distance. Uh, this one happening in um, West Hollywood. And lo and behold, we're going to play a little bit. Uh, Dominique, uh, who's been here on Kill Radio <laughs> is uh, narrating about what used to be there here on Kill Radio. A little bit of historical history about what was on the Sunset Strip. Movie set, Dave Aguilar of the Chocolate Watch Band said that you know it was an exact duplication of the 
um, Pandora's Box Club inside, right down to the spider webs, is how he put it. And so um, I eventually uh, wrote a book published by Jawbone Press out of London called Ride on Sunset Strip. Woohoo! And I'm going to read a little passage out of it so, so the significance of um, what this scene was like in the middle 60s. Uh, it's much different than what's going on today. Okay. On Sunset Strip in 1965 and 1966, a thriving celebratory scene appeared out of nowhere, exploded in a dazzling array of visceral creativity, and then just as suddenly vanished. So much incredible music, art, and social revolution came from one place at one time that it's difficult to grasp how it all happened so fast. The fruits of LA's teen megalopolis and the remnants it left behind transformed the mid-60s Sunset Strip into a fascinating artistic mecca. During this moment, something actually displaced movies as the center of action in Hollywood, rock and roll. This new LA nightlife comprised a heady mix of modernist design, pop art, and beat aesthetics interlaced with elements of rock and roll from the late 40s into the mid-1960s. Teens could interact freely and creatively with budding youth icons in clubs that had previously been the exclusive domain of the rich and famous of the 1930s and 40s movie industry. Economics were now fluid post-war. Uh, new ideas rampant, ephemera colored the atmosphere, and society itself seemed extremely changeable. So. I'm going to show you a little slideshow of what was in this neighborhood really quickly and then we'll watch Ride on Sunset Strip. This is Frank Zappa's Freak Out Hotspot map. From, uh, it was published by the Los Angeles Free Press and put in the... Whoa, Free whoa, we got a call and people are saying that I've, I've, I'm drinking the water. Yeah, I drank the water. You heard that in uh, the first part of Bike Talk today. B -b 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 Bike Talk, yeah. Um, I uh, was downtown as part of one of the slash guests of the Urban Rangers at the Geffen for their River Rumble. This, uh, I think they're going to have more things where they show you how the river is not just, uh, you know, something to drive by or sort of uh, grumble about because you have to go over a bridge now, but uh, it can be a destination, and you can find out history of that. And uh, we heard from uh, Walt earlier about it's, it's thriving. Uh, there's all sorts of things there. Clean no less. And um, may maybe that's what we need m to make Los Angeles with all its many faceted cultures and, and diversity a, a little bit of a destination on your own. Uh, I invite you to uh, call in in the future or come on down to the radio station or, or get us or drop us a line on our, our Twitter or one of the other social networks and, and tell us about how uh, about a space that you found either on um, walking or on your bike uh, that uh, you'd like to share with us. It is Kill Radio and KPFK on the podcast here uh, for Bike Talk on uh, this uh, afternoon. Uh, once again, uh, the brewery ride going on this afternoon, and we also want to just... Uh, uh, give something of acknowledgement to some of the other rides. I know that tonight the family ride meets. They go to different locations on bicycles and experience, that's right, something of a the similar rock and roll theme. So let's get back to Dominique telling us a little bit about 
That's right, the scene on the freakout. Stratford on Sunset, the Ceros, the Sea Witch, Dino's Lodge, Fritzy Dobbs Coffee House, the Trip, the Playboy Club, Whiskey A Go Go, Gazaris, the London Fog, the Galaxies, quite a few clubs. And almost all of them were closed down after a riot here in November of 1966 because, well, the story's in the book. But the bottom line is, let's take a look at what the city looked like, uh, like in the late 50s into the mid 60s, when this was really kind of a happening beatnik scene that evolved into the folk rock scene and then about ultimately the garage rock and psychedelic music. It's all part of one big movement. Next, T.O. Caesar was over there on 722 Sunset Boulevard. Now, if you were underage and you wanted to drink alcohol, you could order bebidas there, and then so you could drink, and if you had grass or acid, you could have drink grass, acid, and everything underage at T.O. Caesar. Next, we'll start at clubs, the Purple Onion, uh, which was a jazz club all the way back in the 50s, the early 50s. There was also one in San Francisco. Next. And here's the L.A. version. This is sort of over by where the Rock and Roll Denny's used to be. I think there's a library or shoe store or something there now. But this is a painting by Bert Schoenberg. And Les McCann was playing that night, as was Lou Rawls. Uh, next. And the Modern Folk Quartet posed outside of the Purple Onion uh, for their uh, album cover, Alarm Cover Records. Next. It's a completely different, you know, Burt Schaumburg art than the one that was in front of the club, but these are the only remaining uh, photographs that exist of that artwork. Voilà le portrait sans retouche. Yes, we'll have more of that fascinating tour, audio tour by Dominique and, and a little bit of uh, some music uh, later on today. Um, I, I know this is available over at the Echo Park Film Center for Rent, right on Sunset. So you can find out for yourself how the movie is depicted. It. But I, I'd read the book and get a, a full kind of thing. Well, uh, a lot of calls coming in about what the hell I'm playing for the French music. This is Robin Pleur, Le Chanson de Crépuscule, or Songs of Twilight, for all you people who didn't take high school French. And of course, um, just some uh, standards here, but with a little French twist there, going out to Black Woman Sidekick, who has been enamored with Craig Ferguson this week because he's in Paris with Christian Bell. I'd like to think I'm on holiday all the time when I travel around my city. But then again, it gets to be a holiday when you're on a bicycle. Des ennuis, de chagrin qui passe. Heureux, heureux d'amourir. Quand il me prend dans ses bras, il me parle tout bas. Je vois la vie en haut. 
to get shot. I can feel it. The bullet's already being pulled out. The gun. Is that it? You call yourselves a brewery ride? It's the sun still out. Go back and drink some more. <laughs> oh my god. Not even dealing with good vampires. The evil sober vampires. I cannot take these people anymore. You should return to your own country. Fight the menace the way you know how. How was it? How was the brewery ride, Miss? It's great. Really? Lots of fun. Yep. What was your favorite new beer? The Revolution. Revolution. Okay. Were you on the brewery ride, sir? Ah, oh, gee, you missed it. And there you go, sir. Were you on the brewery ride? Yes, sir. What's your favorite new beer? As the police come to get you. I like the. Uh... Oh my god, you just bought it outright. Look at this. Wow. What, yep. what was the, the best characteristic? The smoothness, the taste, the way it went down? The taste, I guess. The taste. Very nice. Very nice. Did you enjoy the ride? I did, thank you very much. Ah, very nice, very nice. want to see them fail, right? Look at you. You're all decked out on this thing. Oh, we gotta go. What? Thank you. Next week's the art ride. Come if you like. Okay, I'm gonna tell you a secret. It is Christmas in July! Go on to the brewery ride? What an idiot I am! For fuck's sake! Look at you, man. I remember when you couldn't even, you said, oh, I can't go on the ride, it's too far. Look at you, look what you're riding now. You got your own tubes or anything? I am so proud of you, man. Thank you.
It is Kill Radio. This has been Bike Talk on KPFK on the podcast and, of course, Kill Radio here. We'll return to our recorded program information in a moment. Chante 